Hi, and welcome back to the ADHD Friendly Podcast. I'm Patty Blinderman. I'm an ADHD coach, and my passion is looking for ADHD friendly ways to bring more ease to my day and sharing them with you here on the ADHD Friendly Podcast in case they do the same in your day. Today, I'm going to be talking about hygiene with ADHD and the challenges of executive function skills maybe not showing up as strongly um, due to ADHD brain wiring and how that can impact personal hygiene. And I want to highlight, I am talking about personal hygiene across the age span. So this could be for your kiddos who most likely will need additional prompts and reminders and incentives to be pulled into a hygiene routine, especially if it's boring. Think of like brushing your teeth or having to like, you know, pause and transition from doing something interesting and sparkly to your brain to something maybe boring, like taking a shower or a bath, but these persist into adulthood. So these challenges can kind of cross, you know, over age barriers. And there's a lot of um, social impact of not having a good hygiene routine. And the reason that I'm bringing this up today is I was reading an article over the weekend in, um, it was from today. It's by someone called Emily Slawick, S-L-A-W-E-K. Sorry if I mispronounced her name. Um, And the article is called, you're showering all wrong. Here's the right way to do it. And when I read that, my brain immediately was like, oh, great, something else I'm not doing well. But then I thought, okay, well, that's interesting. What's the right way, quote unquote, to shower? And and so I read the article and it just tickled me. And I thought, okay, this is a good segue into talking about um, ADHD and personal hygiene and kind of just focusing on the showering piece. Um, I'll go into in a, a future podcast, some of the challenges around dental hygiene, because um, that's a whole other thing. Uh, and, and research actually does show that uh, there's a, a higher rate of cavities and um, dental issues with people that have ADHD than with people without ADHD brain wiring. But today I'm just going to be talking about uh, personal hygiene related to showering. So I'm going to just talk through the article and kind of highlight the ADHD lens throughout it. So the first is don't shower too often. Yay. I love this. If you struggle to shower every single day, this one's for you. Number one, Um, it says it really depends on your activity level, how often you need to shower. But if you're not active that day, maybe you can cut back on showering. You know, if you're not like breaking into a sweat and smelly, it says uh, cutting back to a few times a week. Just don't cut down so much that you risk letting a skin infection take hold or so much that you smell. So again, you know, always, you know, keep in mind where you are in this, but um, I thought it was really interesting that the first tip was not needing to shower as often. Where that can be a challenge with ADHD brain wiring is, okay, what does that mean? That's big, not as often. So having a set structure to your routine so that we're not having to decide like, Oh, do I need to do that today? If we're thinking about that all day long, it's very draining and it's taking the the mental effort that we could put towards something else away because we're using it, trying to decide when, or if we need to take a shower or a bath or whatever. So decide kind of set it and forget it. I shower every 
every morning, or I, you know, it might be like, you just need the routine. You're going to take a quick shower every day, or it could be, I'm going to shower Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, or, you know, whatever it is, but set, set a routine to make it easier. So you're not needing to decide and remember, um, and maybe even track it if you need to keep up with it. Number two, keep it short. So apparently water exposure leads to dry skin and dry hair. So a longer shower also gives water a chance to allow any cleansers you're using to be more damaging. I guess they can like soak in more. So they recommend having a shorter shower, especially if you have dry skin or if you color your hair um, like I do. So, you know, that's something I'm always sensitive to is, is how often I'm washing my hair. So keeping it short, again, that, that can make it easier to get started. If you're thinking, oh, I'm going to be in there for 20 minutes or 30 minutes. All right. Well, maybe how fast can you do it? You know, kind of gamify it, set a timer and see how long does it really take? And, you know, I always say like, it takes longer if I'm shaving my legs or if I'm not shaving my legs, or if I'm also washing my hair, or if I'm not having to wash my hair. So, you know, maybe if you know, okay, today's a, a day, I'm, I'm just going to do a quick shower, quick shower takes me five minutes. That can help to get started if you have a clearer sense of the time. That's another executive function, time management, if you have a sense of how long it actually takes. So timing, it can help. Keep it short is the recommendation in this article. The third, stay cool. So hot water actually strips away natural oils and damages the skin faster. So they recommend sticking to a lukewarm or cooler shower. I have no problem doing that in the summer months. That's a harder ask in the winter months. But again, I color my hair. So I'm very motivated to not use water that's too hot because I know that the hot water will, will strip away the color quit more quickly. Um, but think about, you know, some people find cold water invigorating. So if that's something that would work for you in order to kind of get you some, some energy that could work. The next number four, don't wash your hair too much. So this part always curses me out. Your hair is actually made of dead skin cells, um, but it doesn't need as much washing as the rest of your skin does. So how often you wash will depend on your hair type, but according to this article, washing too often can be drying. And it, that's especially a problem for colored hair. Check that box, gray hair, um, which tend to be drier than other types of hair. So you know, knowing how often do you really need to wash your hair? Um, and I've, I've heard people tell me that they've been able to stretch the days that they can wash hair. Um, if they build it up over time, so not kind of going from every day to every, you know, twice a week it might be too much, but maybe you try to stretch it to every other day over time. And, and, and that apparently, you know, maybe you can adapt and not need to shower washing your hair as much. Um, number five, don't wash too little either. Okay. Didn't love that one, but so it says washing hair less often has become such a trend that apparently it's creating buildup. So if you're not like washing enough to, to avoid getting a buildup of dandruff, then that's a problem. So they said that, you know, really making sure that, that you're washing your scalp at least weekly is recommended in this article. Number six, for how to make sure you're showering, um, Right. Not wrong. According to them, focus on the dirtiest areas first. So it says your arms and your legs don't always need soap. So for a quick shower, focus on your underarms, groin and feet. So just hit the dirtiest spots and move on. Um, I kind of like that. That does feel friendly. So if you're really feeling resistance, kind of get in and get it done. Number seven is cleanse with care. So they say, you know, they talk about, um, 
using a cleanser that adds moisture back to your skin. So picking out a moisturizer that's right for you is, is what that tip is about. Um, and then the last number eight, start at the top. So showering from, you know, top down, um, lets the soap wash away. And it says, if you are acne prone, um, they suggest washing your face, chest, and back after you condition your hair, if you use conditioner. So that way the moisturizer isn't staying on your skin. Um, so they say shampoo, conditioner, let the conditioner sit while cleansing the rest of the skin and then rinsing and then washing off the conditioner. If it, if it, if you're acne prone, so that's not sitting on your skin. So again, I like for this one, I like the clarity. A lot of times with ADHD, everything feels equally important. We don't quite know where to start. And again, if we have to make those decisions, we're not in a good routine. It can create resistance to getting in there and, and getting it done. So I like the, you know, just start from the top down. It gives you a process. And then when you get to your feet, you're done, you move on. Um, so if that makes it easier to pull you in. So the other, the other thing I wanted to share are some strategies to make showering or taking a bath sparkly. So some really quick, easy, accessible options are changing up your body wash, changing up your shampoo, something that, that you're looking forward to trying in there. Um, a new razor, a new um, shower gel, anything that that's a new scent, new sparkly um, product makes it interesting for me. So that always sparkleizes the shower. So that's something I just want to share. Another is, um, and I've used this with my kids over the years that struggled to build good established routines around their hygiene in the, in the, in the bathroom, like showering. And that might be, um, new towels, new washcloths. So they're like, kind of like yummy and scrunchy, you know, where they're feeling fluffy and, and they're looking forward to using them. So that's, that's, you know, pulling in to the shower. Another is like, like, I love like the little, um, shower head wraps for your hair. I love that. Cause then it's like, Oh, I get to like wrap my hair up and, and that's drying while I'm doing, you know, getting dressed and everything after my shower. So sparkleize it with, you know, some quick little easy new things that, that are creating some novelty for your shower. If you need something to help pull you in to doing it and building more structure around the routine. So that's it for this ADHD friendly podcast, where I talked about how to shower your way in an ADHD friendly way. And my inspiration again was the, you're showering all wrong. Here's the right way to do it article that was in today, which I just found a, a fun and sparkly read that I wanted to bring here and share with you. As always, if you have not yet started your personal owner's manual, I want you to do it. So check out my website, adhdfriendly.com for some resources on how to start yours. There's a free mini palm on there that you can register for a free mini personal owner's manual to get you started. If you haven't started one, the best time was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. So just go on, get inspired, start yours. And if you like this, please subscribe to my uh, podcast and share it with a friend until next time. Tally ho.